Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Grassroots sport, it's a real passion of mine. I've spent a lot of years in community sport, on committees, and uh, some of those have been volunteer roles, and I've done some paid administrator roles as well. Steve Palace is a, a man I've come across, CEO of uh, Sports Community, which has been a, a fantastic business, really working hand-in-hand hand to make life easier for grassroots clubs. Uh, they've partnered with another uh, terrific organisation, and there's some really interesting research at the moment about the sports volunteer space. Uh, Steve, it's uh, great to have you on SEN. Brett, thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas to you and the listeners. To you too. Just before we get into some of the nitty-gritty of this, uh, you've teamed up with a, a, a company called Belgravia Leisure. For those in the sports and leisure industry, they would know the name Belgravia. They've got a terrific uh, reputation. They've been around a long time, very established. Just tell us how you've come together and what you're hoping to uh, sort of achieve out of that collaboration. Yeah, well, well Belgravia um, Leisure, as you know, is a... Um, a family company kind of headed up by Jeff Lord, so previous president of Hawthorne yep. Footy Club and Melbourne Melbourne Victory. So deep passion for sport and and also really passionate about increasing sports participation and getting Australians moving and healthy and very similar to us. So um, with COVID, like a lot of organisations, we we kind of picked up a we did a a bit of a COVID project and, and ours was put ourselves in the in the space of the peak body and say, well, if we were responsible for, say, empowering the volunteers of an entire sport, how would we do it with what we know and, and our knowledge and our experience? And so it was a six-month project looking at community sport through a really different lens. And, and what that kind of showed us was that while we had the ability to influence a certain number of people, um, we needed to partner with and team up with um, organisations that were much bigger, much stronger, um, and gave us the capacity to, to really support volunteers around the country. And this was at the same time that sports was losing its staff, and it's, particularly its community staff, the, the staff that were working in the community clubs. So yep. it, it was a real perfect match, and one thing led to another, and we've, we've joined the Belgravia family. So I'm really interested in this Sports Australia research, and what you've been telling me is that there's been a huge turnover in, in volunteers and quite a few not returning, and what has been a really difficult year at that local club level to you know keep clubs afloat in, in some cases and some may not return or may not return as healthily in 2021 with what has happened in 2020. Just take us inside some of that research. Well, when COVID hit, we there was a, an anticipation there was going to be three real challenges for clubs. One was ob the obvious one and the one that hit really hard and fast was the financial side. 
Um, the second, people were really worried about losing participants and the clubs shutting, losing connection, um, people filling their time with different things, not coming back. And then the third one that wasn't really spoken about too much early on in COVID was the volunteers. And what we've found is that the COVID period has been hugely challenging for volunteers. And what we saw anecdotally was that double the number of volunteers were, were leaving their committees to, compared to normal. And then in August, uh, Sport Australia and, the, and Volunteering Australia released some research that said more than 70% of volunteers hadn't returned to their club in the same roles. And so that confirmed the anecdotal experiences we were getting from around the country. And so what we're now seeing that translate to is clubs with plenty of players, plenty of um, money, not opening the doors because they can't get a committee to, to run and or where they do, too few, there's too few doing the work or they're just brand new, don't have that knowledge and experience. So what we're likely to see next year is, without being too dramatic, yep. it's probably going to be the most inexperienced group of volunteers leading community sport in the history of Australian sport. Um, and that's going to be something that, that we really recognised early and and one of the benefits of partnering with Belgravia gives us the firepower to really address that issue and now to working in partnership with peak sports bodies to kind of all work collaboratively together to help the volunteers. I think this is a fascinating uh, point, Steve. And, I, you know, as you know, we've met a few times. I, I've lived and breathed uh, yeah. inside footy clubs and, you know, good footy clubs and they're not so good in terms of uh, just... Um, people's, uh, I suppose, desire for their club. And, I mean, I've been to some clubs where people would just do anything for their footy club and other clubs where it's maybe not quite as um, fierce, the desire and the commitment that you need. And then you've got a situation at times where people are just thrown into committees because of lack of numbers, but they don't bring that expertise that you actually need. And and running local clubs, I mean, it's... it's um, I mean, once upon a time, it was probably more amateur, but it's, gee, through the years, it has changed considerably for what committees are responsible for. No, no doubt. And I kind of flipped that around and, and you said they don't come with the, the knowledge and skills that's 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 needed now, and, and that is true. But the other side of the coin is that whether it's the club or the sport, they don't induct, they don't train, they don't empower. I mean, we should be able to bring people in with no knowledge and skills and, and give them the information that they need to That's be successful true. in that yep. in that role. Yep. And we always ask in, in our webinars and our training programs, who got any training or support when they came into the role? And the answer is inevitably nine and a half times out of ten, nobody. But when you then ask the follow-up question, how did that make you feel? You know, all, you then all of a sudden get these horrendous words like scared, anxious, mm-hmm. nervous. You know, which is not conducive to to creating a great environment where all, where we all pitch in and 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 just help run our community sports club be successful. If you were to look forward, and as I've said, yeah. I, I've played volunteer roles, I've played paid roles. So I've got my own personal view of what I think a good club looks like at that community level, whether you're Division 1, Division 2, Division 3 of a football league or whatever other sport it is. I I, I used to sit in there and look at the money that 
uh, clubs I was involved with were turning over and, you know, you're, you're doing GST and you're paying uh, different people in, mm-hmm. in different roles. I mean, I always... The thing that used to probably annoy me more was the amount of money being forged, forked out for players... But it's the people, it's the backbone behind. And, of course, and volunteering is great. I absolutely concur with that. And, and people love doing it. They don't want to be paid. But I always thought the balance for me, Steve, wasn't quite right. I mean, the people running the club, trying to keep it afloat, trying to fundraise, trying to you know get the club ahead, not just surviving year in, year out, they're the people that probably need to be rewarded a little bit more when it comes to how do you spend your dollars as a club. Uh, yeah, the, the whole player payments discussion is a is an interesting interesting area, and one you know, in another world, I was the CEO of the Mornington Peninsula Footy League, so really understand that that space really well. And and I think one of the benefits of COVID is that that salary caps around the the country on all sports have been slashed at community sport level, and I think that's that's a real positive. The other thing that COVID has identified, Brett, which probably we haven't picked up on before, except for the researchers, is that only a small group of people relative to the whole community want to participate in sport in that competitive level. Mm. What we've seen coming back from COVID, where competition wasn't able to be held in many, many of the return to sport plans, so they had to offer social sport, flexible opportunities, um, pick-up type games rather than structured competitions. And where where that's happened, what we've seen is large numbers of people that haven't traditionally played that sport come to the sport because there's an option other than competition as well. Yep. So yep. what we're seeing moving forward is the clubs are going to now, to, to really maximise their value within the community, they're going to have to really consider expanding um, uh, complementing the competitive options with social, you know, the barefoot bowls equivalent of each of the sports social competition. Um, but that then brings back all roads then lead to the volunteers, more work, and how do we, how do we handle that at club level? It's a, a great watch this space. I could talk about it for hours. I, I love it. I'm passionate <laughs> about it. Uh, footy clubs are, uh, if I just use that as an example, because that's, that's where I've spent yeah. a good 20 years of my life. So I've read about just, uh, well, just under half of my life I've spent inside local footy clubs, and they are amazing places when everyone does pull in the right direction and get it right and everyone buys in and everyone's pitching in and contributing. But, gee, it does vary right across the clubs and uh, and leagues. And, uh, of course, you want to find out more and what Steve's business does, sportscommunity.com.au is where you can uh, log on to. Uh, good luck with the continued partnership with Belgravia Leisure. And, yeah, going to be a fascinating year is hopefully a lot of these clubs can return to some normality but it's going to need it's going to need the people to really roll their sleeves up and make that happen yeah thanks Brett and it's going to need everyone helping them uh, along the journey and that's that's what we and, and Belgravia do so thanks very much for giving us the opportunity to talk about the volunteers want to witness the world's biggest football game head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals all thanks to McDonald's Maccas together and loving it TNC's apply